Yeah, yo, let's go. That's my baby. That's my baby. We're going at it at 110%. I just want five minutes of happiness, please. Just give me five minutes. And they did it. They did it. What the fuck? What the hell was that? Oh, yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Hey, what's up, everybody? Kicking it stateside back again, sponsored by our good doc, Paul Videl at SpecializedPhysicalTherapy.com. Number one in South Jersey. Number one in our hearts as well. Burlington, Cherry Hill. Check them out. SpecializedPhysicalTherapy.com. The best. He's our doc. Make him yours. Um, so as we roll along into our lovely, lovely Thursday um how about this roller coaster of emotion that this u.s <laughs> men's national team has taken us on this almost week stretch from going to el salvador putting up a piss poor performance drawing to going up one nothing against canada only to have that erase within about six minutes to drawing home to canada to last night, which takes us <laughs> at El Salvador. I'm sorry, at at Honduras. Down one nothing in the first half, and you're thinking the worst, right? You're like, Greg's not even going to make it out of the stadium if we lose this game. Um, what's the nearest balcony to just leap right off of? Because that's kind of how it felt like the lowest of low feeling knowing that you may lose this game to Honduras team that you, I don't even care. At least show a little bit of effort. Let's not go down swinging. Let's not go down like this. And then the second half starts and wholesale changes are made. John Brooks, love the guy. He's played terrible. He comes out. You insert, you know, Aronson, who's been given a spark on offense in this Ewan Smith national team. And all of a sudden, you're looking at the end of the game, the full 90 minutes are up, and it's 4-1 to one after four unanswered goal by the U.S. Um, a quick goal right after halftime by Anthony Robinson. Um, obviously. Another one that came off the bench. Another one. And obviously, our wonderful, uh, apparently going to be, you know, a good look at starting a striker position now as <laughs> Ricardo Pepe. Um, is he going to be the savior of this team and take that striker position by the scruff of the neck? Obviously, he had two assists and a goal and probably should have added another one. Um, and just a fantastic performance, easily man of the match. And now we're sitting here instead of looking at ourselves possibly with two points or three points with a draw out of that game. You're sitting now with five points at a plus three goal differential, which is good enough for second in the hexagonal after the first cycle. And we're sitting here, you know, I think the result and on paper – will cover up any, you know, wounds or any just 
little blips that we don't like about Greg Burkhalter, the coach. And to say that we feel okay, but we don't feel it doesn't fix the fact that we don't have the confidence um, still in this manager to pick the right lineup in the tactic side of things. And it's a little, uh, it's a little nerve wracking, but again, to tell you that we're in second still, even though we should have easily came away with seven to nine points from this window, <laughs> we you'll take the five right now and still in second, which is the crazy part, how we're, bad we're in third. Still we're in, in third. third, sorry. We're in third because we fucking tied Canada, so we're in right. third. I'm sorry, third. Because um, Canada put up three against El Salvador. Which we so should have done. <laughs> so we should have done. We should be in first because we should at least have seven points. You're being too nice. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm trying to look at it in the positive form because, again, right. Yeah, it's, but, yeah in the, in the, in the now, yeah, it's positive because thank God we won that game. Thank God we won that game. Could you imagine... What we would have done today if we would have lost not not even just tied that game, but lost that game. It would have been an epic meltdown. Um, I think from social media to just us on this show today would have been absolutely listed. Yeah, I think anybody around the game that supports the United States should have been living. I and I still think that you know we, we need to be careful. And we can't just let this take Mr. Burhalter off the hook because, I mean, what was that lineup? What was that starting lineup to start a game that was a must-win on the road in a tough environment in Honduras after you've already underperformed in two games? You're going to come out with that? I mean, Josh Sargent was just – I saw Josh Sargent fall on the ground – and have this complaint look on his face more times than I saw him actually get on the ball and try to do anything. Um, I, he, when when you're playing a team like that on the road where the referee is just going to let things go and it's going to be a physical game and you need to respond back with good physicality, not stupid physicality, but you saw someone, some of the U.S. guys really bounced back yesterday with good physicality um, once some of those changes were made you could see the difference in that team but I mean he was just he was outmatched and and Aronson can can we just like Brendan Aronson belongs in the starting 11 every single time like can we can we kids can we just can we please get somebody a leader that's willing to just put their foot down and say, this is my, like, this is my 15 guys. And bearing outside of any major injury or anything like that, we don't stray from that rotation of those 15 guys. And if we need to bring in, you know, 17, 16, 17, 18, then, then we do. But like the kid is just so good and he's a player and look how like he's, I'm looking at a picture of him right now. Not and not not saying anything bad about him, but he's he's not uh 
not the rock you know like he's he's 165 pounds soaking wet and that kid went up nose to nose with every one of those dudes on that honduras team last night and fought and fought and fought and really changed that game he changed that game robinson changed that game that sub those substitutions changed that game and i don't i'm sorry i don't give credit to him because it should have never been put in that position those guys should have been on the pitch to start the game and they played with heart despite his formations we talked about it in the group chat you saw it again early in the game on that first little break talking to tyler adams and tyler adams gave him that same kind of look and eye roll that john brooks gave him the previous game like they can just tell they're not happy with whatever he's setting them up and you could see it you could see it earlier in the game how stuck on their heels they were trying to play his little game and it was a bunch of guys out of position i think i tweeted it it looked like 11 guys all just playing randomly for the first time together in like a youth soccer program like it was that disorganized it was that bad and then when you finally put some guys in the right position and you finally brought some heart into the game you saw the difference yeah and it's um we don't excuse, and he's not off the hook. His uh, his getting the lineup wrong in every other aspect was bailed out by the talent of these players themselves. And nothing – he wasn't even, like, excited, like, when we scored those goals, Greg. No, he was wiping sweat off his forehead because he knew he still had a job today. Because his ass was puckered up the whole time. And still, when we're scoring all these goals, it's four to one. He's still like, oh, this is not my doing at all. I was, you know, I had, you had to do something. George George Bellow looked like he was just lost and he never played a game. um, Yeah. In that type of like atmosphere in that moment, he was just lost. Right. Absolutely. He had to come off. John Brooks had to come off. It just. Because again, we we go back to Gold Cup and Gold Cup. Gold Cup's awesome, and, you know, George Bellow played great, but he didn't play – we weren't playing these teams in their home field. It was all these games were on our home turf, even if they were in a away game. So, you know, like, it's a such a different beast when you go into these situations. Um, I am a little disappointed in Brooks. Their second lapse of, of judgment, second kind of – Maybe looked a little bit lazy, but again, the only excuse I'll give him is the that lineup to start the game put a lot of people out of position, and he was probably overcompensating, helping out Sands, um, helping out McKenzie and not fall a uh, McKenzie, but just because McKenzie was put in a bad position to start the game where he really shouldn't be when we had the personnel where we didn't need to do that. Um, cause you saw it once the sub started to come in that we had those guys available. So I, I don't know. It's questionable. Again, we, we, you gotta be happy, right? We gotta be happy. Yeah, you have to, I mean, you have to be right. It just, we have to be happy. We're going to go. And that's why we have the poll question. And we do have, we do have a very silver lining that came out of last night's game. And that is the man that a lot of people have been clamoring for. If you get onto the Facebook groups of the U S men's national team and Twitter, the U S men's national team making his debut with the team last night. Um, so he's still not 
cap tied, but it sounds like everything this kid's saying, he's already emotionally and and mentally cap tied to the U.S. and and wants to be the one of the leaders of this team already at what eighteen years old, nineteen years old, and he's yeah, it was the uh, no fear, no fear, the the youngest team that the U.S. men's national team has ever rolled out in a World Cup qualifying game. All time youngest, and that was with John Brooks in there. Yeah, and that's to go to John Brooks. That's a little concerning because you had expected him. Like we we thought he was just a shoe in to anchor this team to be the captain. He was in our last World Cup in 2014. He scored yeah. the header heard around the world um, against Ghana in the World Cup. That that first game that we had in group stage in the last World Cup. And you figured he knew what was, you know, he's been through the cycle. This is his third go-round in the cycle. You figured he'd be the one that'd be up for it, but he just does not. He caught, he's been caught ball-watching twice, and twice has led to goals. So the, on, the, on, the only thing that I'll say is he's good enough to still be in that. When I say that group of 15, 16 guys or whatever, I think he's still good enough to be in that. I think that's where – selection and coaching is going to come in because there's going to be teams that play slow enough that John Brooks will be perfectly suited to start that game. But there's going to be teams like Honduras and you saw last night, man, those guys ran up and down that pitch hard for 90 minutes. I mean, they, they never let up. They fought and fought and fought in that game and they had a lot of speed and a lot of quickness that that's going to be tough for a guy like him. So we need that nice rotation. We need to find the guys that were playing against the, the burn and turn and the breakout teams and the counterattack teams. And But that's why we need good coaching and we need good leadership. And it doesn't seem like he has his finger on that pulse because with the players he had available, he made that decision to make that start when you had other guys that could have and you could have used guys elsewhere. And when you finally got forced to with your back up against the wall in the second half with everybody, probably all your assistant coaches in your ear and everybody like at halftime and you're probably hearing all your players are pissed off in the locker room and like, why the hell am I playing here? And why is this dude here? And why can't we? And, you know, boom, at least somebody stepped up and did something. Yeah, and again, it's you can't make excuses because again, it's that just next man up, and you just have you have no choice. Like these are the guys that are in this camp. Yeah, but you got to still put them the in the right position. Happening. You know, you see Des down; he's in the line. He's a starting guy. Reyna now Pulisic, you know, coming off the pitch hurt again. Yeah, um, and speaking of which, um, he kind of drug his feet on getting our captain off the pitch. I mean, it was clear and obvious he was hurt. Right. Long before. I mean, you got to, as the leader again, I don't care if he's the captain, you're the coach. You need to be able to say, hey, dude, you can barely walk. I love the fact that you're still trying to run up and down the field. That's why you're my captain. But... I would be a bad coach if I don't get you off the field and make sure you don't hurt yourself further and like do it quickly and deal with the repercussions later. I'm pretty sure that uh, Roman Abramovich uh, paged him real quick on that. WhatsApp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
You I was take texting him off the goddamn field right now, or you're gonna hear it from me. I got, I'm Russian. I know a couple guys there in Honduras that'll Dude, take you out back before you get on the bus. You could see it even under the poor Telemundo broadcast that we had to watch because somehow we didn't get this game broadcasted in our own country. Shame on all big broadcasting Paramount in this country. Plus. Yeah, yeah. Not even not Paramount. Paramount Plus. You got it. I watched it in Telemundo because, like, people always ask me. They're like Paramount Plus, and that's that's partners with, I guess, they're owned by CBS too. My Spanish isn't that great, but see, I don't need I don't need a commentator to watch a game. I can watch. I'm I watch the game. I don't need to hear what they're talking about. I can see what the hell's happening by right. watching. It's the game. universal. You know what's going on. So yeah, and I know enough Spanish that I know if they're happy or not happy with what's happening. So I don't know. It's pretty soon. Every like we've said before that. You're going to have to stream all these goddamn games. Nothing will be on like free television anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like cable television. Yeah, I've already conceded the fact that I'm going to have Plus. to get Paramount. I already have I already have Peacock and I already have ESPN Peacock Plus. Now, you know, it's... And and ESPN now has Bundesliga, La Liga and Serie A plus all like this World Cup qualifying in Europe. So it's like I ha- I'm I'm handcuffed to having to have it, but Paramount's next because I'll want to watch Byron and Champions League at some point. What's up, Tommy? But, Tommy, yes, big, big win. Um, yes, more huge. like had to win game back against the right. wall type game that we had to win. It shouldn't have had to be a big win, but yes, like, it was. It was, big. but it was, it was big. This and was actually, actually, the silver lining is winning four to one is probably the biggest takeaway. Kind of like yeah. what Walker said. He did. And now it's like instead of you, okay, you're in third because of the goal differential, you could have been, you know, there's a bunch of teams right there stacked at with five points. Yeah. In the first cycle. So, oh, yeah, especially with the, the tie last night, the Mexico Panama tie. You know, I, there was a lot of people that are, I hate to use the word, I guess, but I mean, sometimes just ignorant and they don't pay attention to the big picture and they're all like, they're all rooting on this Panama team. And I'm like, dude, it's not good for us with only getting two. Like, if we went into the first two games and got six points, sure, root on Panama, beat Mexico. But, like, not now. Not when Mexico came out, got six points, and Panama's sitting right there kind of in the wheelhouse of the teams that are playing, playing like we well. are. Yeah, like, we don't want them getting three points. That's not good. Like, you got to know what's going on. I think that's kind of the surprise so far, besides our uh, the U.S. kind of being mediocre so far. Jamaica being really bad. Really bad. Really bad. Panama actually being starting out very good this first window is probably the uh, the three shocks, I would say, coming out. Now, Panama was, was playing pretty well in, in um, Gold Cup. They had a right. pretty good run in Gold Cup, so... I mean, I'm not overly surprised, but you look at their roster and you would still probably rate Costa Rica over them just off of roster alone. And the fact that Costa Rica has still has one of the best goalkeepers in the world, top 15 at least, um, right. in Navas. Um, Jamaica, man, I just – you think we're having issues. 
There's one guy who recently checked us out, Adrian. I don't know if he'll pop on today, but he texts me every once in a while, and he's from Jamaica. And, yeah, man, it's it's not good down it's there. Not, That's, not that is a football nation, and for them to be coming out of this first three with one point and a minus four goal differential and not have played us, um, it's not good, man. It's not good for them. No, uh, it's uh, it's one of those things where it's an identity crisis, um, which is surprising. You you were we were saying that even if you know Mikel Antonio gets called in and he's been playing, you thought they were going to challenge uh, you know for a spot, but it has yeah. not uh, looked very good. And they are sitting in the bottom with I believe eight points, and it's just uh, it's going to be a tough climb for the reggae boys and. Good segue because starting in our next window in October, window number two, uh, that's our first game at home against Jamaica on October the seventh. Yeah, the actually some of the the aforementioned teams, uh, Jamaica, and then again, this is one of those tight runs where we wait and then we got three games, boom, boom, boom. So we get them on the seventh. We get Panama. We got to go to Panama uh, on the 10th, and then we're back home against that Costa Rica team on the 13th. So the big positive from all of that is the times outside of the Panama game starting at 945. The other two are 730 games, thank goodness. And they're actually on ESPN, too. So we're going to not have to worry about streaming for those. Yeah. That's what we need. We need some ESPN games and not relying on, you know, Telemundo and, you know, Paramount Plus, where I got to like log into my Paramount Plus on my smart <laughs> TV and then log in. To, it's like through CBS Sports. It's just, yeah. We're jumping through hoops to watch these footy games. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, it's definitely, like you said, though, it's a good time to uh, be pulling Jamaica, it seems like. I mean, they'll, they'll, they really won't have time to be together because everybody's going to go back with their clubs now and mm -hmm. figure out what their issues are. So they're going to be getting back together just when that window opens, just like everybody else. So hopefully we uh, keep our foot on the gas there now. Off well, hopefully of, uh, you see, uh, you know, Musa is going to be, seems like he's getting back to fitness. So I'm assuming he'll be called into that October camp. Um, yeah. That's going to be important. On offense, so. That's going to be real important when we see and that. And do you switch out offensively? Do you take a look at Matthew Hopi instead of maybe like a PFOC or one of these other striking options? I, I mean, at this point, yeah, after what he did bring you in the Gold Cup. I mean, you know, I, I have a thing for PFOC. My, my first guy out would be Sergeant. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I I keep trying. I keep trying. I was happy when he went I, to Norway. Trust like, me, I'm I get trying. It. I'm really trying, and there's he just he's not giving me anything to go off of. I I have the the biggest defense I had for him was that I think he's great if we have a lead late in the game and you need to get your striker off the field and let him rest and just have him help defend for 15, 20 minutes. I mean. Uh, he's 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 very replaceable on this roster at this point to me. Right. I mean, we're, we're still missing Weya, who got hurt again. 
That's true. I mean, there's a lot of injuries that you can look at, say that we weren't again at. He's got to, he's got to get deeper in the midfield. We talked about this on the last selection. This selection, he I, he's got to have learned his lesson, and he's got to get deeper on the midfield, and he's got to make sure he's got good wing backs in you know in depth as well. Like I like Yedlin. I don't know why Reggie Cannon was left off of this list. I think he'll be roster, called in instead you know, of Bello. Like, I think. I mean, he loves Christian Roldan, though. He loves Roldan. I mean, he's not, like, but, not going to be needed when some like a Musa comes back. Yeah, when Musa comes back, and and you know, God willing, that people really kind of let this thing die down, and Weston McKinney works his way back. Maybe, hopefully, gets out of Juventus. Maybe that'll help him as well. Maybe he needs to go somewhere a little bit more stable. Maybe he needs to go back to Germany and go to Byron. You know, like how that would be a good fit for a Weston McKinney because he did well in Germany. Go back. You want to be with a big club. You want to play in Champions League. You want to do all that. Byron's a club that you're you're not going to get away with certain things. I just don't um, know what he needs. He I mean, he needs to grow up. That's one thing. That's pretty he, apparent, you know, that he's. It's one thing if it's is your first time, you know, breaking your curfew it's another time it's another thing if this is another if it's just a repeat offense you know having it happen at uve throwing that house party and again now all of a sudden he gets you know he's going out on the nash vegas here (laughs) inviting people back to his uh his hotel people. room, people. People. <laughs> I don't believe it's Pulisic's sister. I think that's just some. I I think it's probably. I don't know though. Pulisic's like that's not true. Uh, Pulisic's sister had a horse show in Pennsylvania that day. Yeah, and somebody else said that they saw her in Nashville. So I, who yeah. knows? Yeah, I don't care. I, like I don't even care. I, I a lot of slack for. That's why I always. <laughs> That's why I always say it's a rumor, you know. I would never actually. That's 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 he, that's he, the, he would be the a dog if he did that. Let's just say that. Yeah. We got other fish to fry if he's breaking. <laughs> and I mean, the the biggest issue for some of these guys, like we said too, is they're they're gonna lose spots when other guys come back healthy. Weston McKinney's spot's not a hundred percent firm. You would hope it was, but yeah, he's one of the better ones. Thursday is good for the park to bus counterattack direct play. Yeah, so we're never gonna we we're with the with the rest with the roster that we now have and the style of players that we now have. Once we get a coach that actually can learn how to coach that, um, there won't be a place for Josh Sorgen. I'm sorry, like to me, in in my opinion, um, he he needs to. He's his his spot is not guaranteed. Let's just yeah. say that. And I don't want to overvalue and overrate him because I think – and like you said, I tried so hard. We try so hard to like Josh, and we want him to be that number nine. But, again, he's, he's not him. you're man. a striker. Your job is to score goals, and he's not doing that. You Last can... night I thought Anthony Robinson needed a big game because he's been not good in a U.S. kit, and I thought he had his best performance of the night Yeah, man. in a U.S. kit. Yeah, no, and and he did it in half a half of a game, and that's why they've been rating him, and that's why he continues to play at Fulham because he showed you what he can do. He was flying around the pitch. Like I saw, I didn't. His first appearances in a U.S. shirt 
he looked a little timid and a little scared out there. Last night, he looked very confident. Yeah, he took he helped take the game into his hands. Flying around the field, defending well, getting that goal to start the uh, the snowball effect. It was just yeah. How many times do you like see a guy a guy like that get the that ball on their foot and hesitate? He didn't hesitate. That ball got on his foot after Pepe missed it, and he just he saw an opportunity, put it on net. We say it time and time again. I tell the the seven year olds, eight year olds, no matter what age, when you're playing this game, the more opportunities you send that ball at net, the more opportunities are going to come. And he did, and it was, I mean, it was just perfect. And that that really lit the fire. And then it kind of started to die down again, and you were like uh, getting a little nervous. Um, but it, it it got woken back up when when Pepe just decided. Uh, him and, Aaron, him and Aronson were going to take that game over. Yeah, I mean. Again, like Eric said, just the Medford message just keeps on going, man. He makes us uh, – I know Eric's a union guy as well. He makes our, our union family very proud seeing those uh, Aronson and McKenzie starting out from a young, you know, U9s at the Union Academy all the way up to, you know, starting in Europe and – making you know a good impact on our national team it's great to see we gotta find a way to get him on the show i mean come on we're yeah. like we're philly jersey all the way like how do we not find a way to get that man on this show and don't even sleep on aronson's brother paxton he might be even better than brendan yeah is he even 17 He's yet in goals uh, <laughs> i think he is finally yeah, yeah. It's finally 17 breaking in games with the union so good stuff yeah good genes man jersey jersey strong <laughs> Yeah, Evan, we did say I, I, I'm, I still don't believe it. I don't, I just don't want to believe it. Yeah, you know? I, yeah, I know. We said, we said enough on it. it until I like, until that TMZ hotel video shows up or something, and I have evidence, <laughs> I'm no, I'm not going to speak of it anymore because I don't want to be one of those guys where it's like, oh, they're just looking for a headline or something. So. Unless but. he had her, yeah, he had her in a ski mask or something. <laughs> I, I mean, even in the back door, you are allowed to wear a mask now and get away with things. So that's true. We we, we it, it wasn't me. Yeah, was because yeah. yeah, erroneous everywhere. But yeah, I just want to say hello and what's up to everybody. Dan, our good uh, good buddy from the uh, north of the border. Hey, and you know what? Sitting on us the whole show, I've noticed. He has, and we've been, you know, we've been, but I will, we always say we give credit where credit is due, and Canada played a a tremendous game against the El Salvador team. Again, Canada was home. We should have done. They weren't in the hostile environment of El Salvador. You know, we'll we'll see how it goes when they have to go down there, but they did it. You get two home games and you get one win. You get four points out of, you know, all right, that's an average start for Canada as well. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be exactly tooting my horn too much, Danny boy. Yeah, well, see, that's the thing, and a lot of people don't realize. And for the casual fans that join us, two and- away games coming up this next site, this next window, and we'll see uh, how that shakes out for you. We're upset that we missed the last World Cup, and as well, we should be. Um, I, I believe, and Dan will correct me. I'm sure if I'm wrong, but I believe Canada's last World Cup was 1986. That does that sound you right? Probably no. It's it's somewhere. It's, it's I believe it's eighty six. So yeah, 
1986. So that's uh, you're playing with house. That tells you, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mentality. I get it. You know, yeah. yeah. But you know, there's uh. Speaking of which, you finally get to see the the background. I've always had this covered. Oh yeah. Um. So you want you want to know the uniqueness of this flag? It's a Budweiser advertising flag for World Cup 2006 in Germany, but the flag outside of the word Budweiser is completely in Spanish. All right. Yeah, oh yeah. I like that. That was targeted for some kind of Spanish bar, I'm sure, that they were like, (laughs) during World Cup 2006, they were like, here, hang this up as advertising. I don't know how I got it. I think from Chickie and Pete's, I'm pretty sure. That's a good come up. Yeah, yeah, I've had it for years. Yeah, man. It's always hidden, but yeah. Then I don't want to. I don't. I just don't want to have it come down to that where but we have to play a home and home with like an agent, from like man. New Zealand. I don't want to see Chris Wood in this the a, a possible playoff game. Yeah, let's not have that conversation. I don't even want to. Th- I like. I don't even want to bring that into existence. Not, yet, not yet. Not yet. One or we're one or two in this hexagonal. We have to be. There's no we excuse not to be. Yes. You have to. I still yeah. think that we're the be- second best team probably right now in the hex. I, we, I don't care about the results so far. That's what I'm saying. better be. We better be a top three team in five months from now. That's Get all these I'm saying. kids rested up a little bit. Now some of these guys have some experience, know what they're in for. You got two home games coming up in this October cycle. You take the points. You take your home games because that's the key to winning. You know these these uh, to get in. Yeah, and getting a point on the road if you need be. You know you still got those tough games at Mexico. We're gonna see at Panama coming up here in this next October cycle. That's gonna be tough. Yeah. You got to pull out. And last night was great. You can say it, you know, any way you slice it. It was it was a big win. But yeah, now October is you got three winnable games that you should, again, our road so far has not been very difficult. And we've stumbled, but last we're night back. Back sort of helps us out get to – Makes us feel okay. We're like lukewarm, but we we should have been rolling right into it. <laughs> I don't really yeah. care. Yeah, no, I I, I agree. We we're get the boys healthy. Get some of these guys back. I don't think Way is going to be back. I think I know it's hard and lost in translation. You know, I don't speak French, but the Lil uh, Twitter page, official page, once that came out, said he was going to be out for a decent bit of time. So I doubt he'll be ready anytime in this next two months or so. So, I mean, I'm not dead. Listen, I'm not dead on DK, you know, DK, DK needed a little time away. I think after, I, I think he was maybe possibly underrated in the gold cup. He didn't have a terrible gold cup. He didn't do what everybody thought. Everybody thought Daryl DK was going to score seven goals in the Gold Cup and we were going to beat everybody, you know, 3-1, and we were just going to – that's how it was going to go. And it didn't, unfortunately. But, again, part of that was 
system issues um, and, and lineup issues. So I'm not dead on him still being part of this. Yeah, you forget about him. Uh, yeah, with Hoppy, you know, there, there's but plenty. Yeah, unproven guys that are, have not been in this situation before. That's why yeah. not the, the, to look ahead to 2026, but I think this cycle, this World Cup cycle is going to be pay off immensely because all these guys are going to have a full World Cup qualifying cycle. A full World Cup yeah, Let's under see. our belts to go into that 2026 hosting. Yeah. There you go. But actually, Andy, Andrew brought up. An yeah, I wanted I wanted to go back to that. Um, that's the thing. Like, that. that's the importance, and that's, that's why. That's why you don't want that. <laughs> this is why we yell. This is why we yell and scream when you don't get three don't points from that. an El Salvador team. Is if you finish fourth place, that's a possible scenario. That's a thirty-three percent scenario. That in a one game, I don't even is it a home and away or is it just a one game? It's probably a home and away. But either way, do you want to yeah. do you want to play Colombia or Chile in in a deciding the way and and if no and if you played that poorly that you finished fourth over this long qualifying process then most likely you don't have a shot against those guys. So it's like, let's not even consider that an option. Yeah. Let's, again, let's like, top, top, I mean, top two should be a no brainer. I'll take third. If God forbid that does happen again, um, you know, like Eric banking off what he said, like we shouldn't be worrying about that at this point. It's still early. I still don't think Panama is good enough to make it into the world cup unless they have some impact incredible qualifying yeah next window finish ahead of them like without question i'm reasonable with seven next window i'm not going to come out and say nine with after what we just seen but again two home games right one road game they say win 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 your home games so you win your home games though you can't be drawn to yeah. make a I know, and, and honestly, the seven probably comes from a draw at home and a win on the road against Panama or something. <laughs> it's not going to come the way we think it should come. Never does. And yeah, it, it doesn't, and it and it's not against us. And it's, it's it's anybody who has any sense would look at it and say it should be a certain way, and it never does just, come easy. We thought we knew it. The dream scenario was nine points from the first yeah. three, but we knew we yeah we, we knew nine was happen. was a pipe dream. We were willing to accept seven. Five was worst case scenario. We got worst case scenario. Because I won't say less than five was worst case scenario because less than five, I we 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 I wouldn't even do a show about the team. I would just honestly have just worried about the Prem coming up this weekend and not even talked about it if they would have finished that game. That's why I kept trying to tell them we had to get the show criteria in last night. I'm like, I can't write this show right now, especially at halftime. Because I had four headlines that I had to erase because I thought the sky was falling, like everybody else did. So, what are you talking about, Dan? I didn't say anything about Mexico had to tie. I said we're better than Panama. Yeah. I said we need to finish ahead of Panama. I, I'm not convinced Panama is that good of a squad. And I was Dan did confirm 1986 in Mexico was the last so last time Canada's made a World Cup. So again, then these 
people listen up to the casual fans be on this team be on this usa team we're going against teams like canada who are nest yeah. up and coming and good young any players draw, dan any draw a, a, for a match that your team's not in is a good result yeah <laughs> that's that goes without being said yeah now at this I, point i was never rooting against you know either squad in that i don't give a shit I mean the the biggest the biggest thing I guess going into the next grouping is now that you see some play out like when you're watching the other teams unless we're playing them you got to root for the Jamaicas and the El Salvadors to steal points from the Panamas the Canadas and the Mexicans right. and that's down you know? the road when yeah yeah now yeah and then, and then if they start to get too many points then you reevaluate it again you reevaluate who you want to root for and and see get points while you're hopefully gaining more. That's how tables like that work over long-term. Right. I Right now, I'm the hugest Jamaica fan unless we're playing them. But they go on and win four straight. Now it's like we got to root for whoever's playing Jamaica. Right. So, you know, yeah. it's it's still early to shake things out. You know, we're, we're one slight. We're three games in. Yeah. Know, there's a lot of time still to go. Some team can make a miraculous run. Yeah. It, happens, it could but... be us. It could be us, and we could get exactly what you and I have just been begging for and not been chasing this thing until the last freaking weekend and maybe go on that run and finally get that little bit of cushion and Yeah, I mean, comfort. there's no excuses to finish fourth. I'm sorry. It, yeah, I mean, look at that German. You have to tell them blue in the face. There's that German no... team figured it out. They went on a run yeah, all of a sudden. Uh, they're bad. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. We'll 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 see if that lasts because they fooled us before, but uh, I mean they, they if went I from see that uh, Timo Warner uh, for Chelsea. That'd be great, right? Yeah. But I mean, kind of. I think we've spoke enough, you know, nauseam about the men's national team. You know, it's going to be, you know, it could be worse. Let's let's just put it at that, and we'll look forward to the next October cycle again that starts. Uh, October 7th, uh, where we have a home game against Jamaica. Um, yeah, I still say we're better than Panama. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I'm not even gonna listen to anything. I don't know what the superior, superiority complex is. We're, we're, we're better than leaps and bounds ahead of you, soccer wise, right now. We're better than every one day. In, in reality, on paper, and I, again, it's on paper because not all the pieces might be there, but player-wise, all the pieces are there. There's no competition right now. We are the best team on paper in By If you take where these guys are playing in their clubs and professionally and, and the level and quality of play that these guys are playing at, you can't even have an argument with me. You're not even close with Mexico at this point. This is a new generation of Mexican players and a generation of Mexican players that are starting to see guys like Ricardo Pepe opting to come here. Switch it, yeah. You know, and I would, I like we said, we're not going to talk about it anymore. Really, we're we're done with them. We'll we'll finish up the show with a little bit the rest of the world here and Prem coming back quickly. We'll we'll touch on that, but. Don't underestimate the fact that that kid did it on the road in his debut. 
There's something to be said about that. We've been begging for guys with that heart and that determination that want to be out there and want to win. And Aronson has it, and it looks like Pepe has it, and Pulisic has it. We just got to keep them freaking healthy. And, we, you know, we just need those guys. Come on. Like, that's it. Just pick those guys. I want to see that tenacity, that that fire. It's not hard. It's yeah. I mean, if we can see it, they should be able to see it. That's their freaking job. Or just hire all of us and let us take over. I don't think there's a high horse, Danny. That's, I'm just saying. I mean, our coach is holding us back at this point. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's clear. I've never once said Canada is not a good team. I, yeah. I, that's never come out of my mouth. We've said we've said glowing things about players Canada. coming up here, so. except Canada. Like if it's Canada Week, we're not going to say such good things about Canada. But other than that, we've given them enough props at whatever. So no most hope. of the, so anyway, my, most of this qualifying's closed out. There is some Cotton Bowl still today before everybody breaks back to their club teams. So if anybody still wants to check some out. I guess the most notable is like Brazil, Peru should be a good game. Colombia, Chile should be a good game. Mm. But there's few of them left, and everything else is going back to domestic play. Yeah, I mean, you saw, you know, the UEFA side of things kind of wrapping up again this week. Like you said, Germany seems to have found their footing again. They look like they're uh, pretty much World Cup bound. Um, uh, some other ones, I mean, you're seeing a lot of the same teams winning that are probably going to win their group, the usuals. Yeah. Not too many, uh, interesting, like, oh, wow, surprise. There'll be some teams, I think, late, though, that maybe play a little bit spoiler. Oh, <laughs> suck on that one, Danny. Yeah, thank you, Andrew. See, it doesn't have to just be us. Now we have the people, and the people and oh, the people are definitely not going to be on your side, Dan. Yeah, I would say ninety percent of the people, even the ones that join us that aren't U.S., probably won't be on your side because they're going to be reasonable. Say, logical people that aren't just you know it's okay to fanboy we know you hate fanboy of you know prem fanboys and all that but i mean you can root for your country super hard and fanboy your country but you're not better than us it's just it's you won one game against a bad regime and i was gonna say i feel like canada had a disappointing start as well to the u.s i don't think either team has started off very well yeah. We did need a penalty against a Honduras team at home. Yeah. Sullivan made it. What's up, brother? Thank you for joining Sub- us. We Sullivan, my man. US played two row games, came away five points. Not great, but not terrible. I and I know. We we said it in the beginning. It's it's kind of our uh it was our worst case. We didn't anything below yeah. that would have been a failure. So this was worst case scenario. And we got worst case scenario. Yeah. You look at things like are you half, you know, glass half full guy or glass half empty guy? I'd rather that and not be dead. I just like 
there was that small part of me, and I know, and, you, and if you say you didn't have it last night, you're a freaking liar, that if they would have somehow squeaked that and not have come back in that game, that, that Berhalter was just going to get left in Honduras, and they would kind of forget to stamp his plane ticket home. Yeah, like, you would have to yeah. live in Honduras. I don't even want him back in the U.S. Yeah, here's 100 bucks and a bushel of bananas. <laughs> Good luck. God, Greg. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but, but yeah, it's uh, his, the players bailed his ass out. We got five points. Talent, the talent definitely outshone what the yeah. uh, the coach the end, is setting up. Yeah, the end game, the goal for all of us, no matter what we think of the coach, the players, anything, is we all want to get to that same thing, which is qualified for the World Cup. So we're we're back on track to do so regardless of the five points, I guess, is the best way to put that. We need it. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah, man, we need it. And talk about our boy, Jesse. Jesse's been trolling a little bit. So <laughs> he came He came out again today, and Adam and I were talking before the show. Jesse Marsh, for all of you that don't know, he's one of our favorites, if there was going to be a coaching change, um, who coaches Tyler Adams at Leipzig and – came out and said how um, it's such a dream to coach Tyler Adams and why I found that to be a little bit more of a troll job again, because if you watched last night and you watched closely, there was a moment where Burhalter was speaking to Adams and Adams kind of gave him one of those eye rolls like we've seen from other guys. Um, and it, you can't be made at Tyler Adams. The guy's a leader. The guy's a player. He goes out and fights. So maybe that should start telling you things too. Like, don't put that on the players. If you start seeing all these guys with that same reaction to him and these guys are that good and their club coaches that are world-class coaches have nothing but praise, like, uh, wake up. Wake that's up. Two, that's two <laughs> yeah. of your, uh, your guys that are leaders on the field and John Brooks and Tyler Adams doing the old eye roll to your head coach is not exactly a, a good telling sign of uh, what they might think about Maybe great guy. Maybe he's a great guy, you know, off the field. But tactics wise, in that lineup he rolled out yesterday, yeah. I never questioned. Yeah. I never questioned the man as a man. He's probably a phenomenal man. He's a nice family man. He's not not attacking Greg Berhalter the man. I'm I'm honestly not even attacking Greg Berhalter the soccer guy. Again, I think he's done phenomenal things for. U.S. men's soccer in the development and the the youth program. Like, if you put – if you said from now on Greg Berhalter is going to step down, we're going to bring in a really good tactical coach now that's going to go toe-to-toe with the big South American, Central American, and European countries so we can actually compete on a world stage. But Greg's going to stay in as, like, director of scouting and youth development. And he's going to be a part of it. And he's going to be around. And he's going to help recommend some good young guys and and move them through the MLS systems and into Europe and all that. I'm all for it, man. Keep the guy around. Like, I'm not trying to crush the guy. But, like, as far as just what needs to be done on the field, it's just clear he's not it, man. It's just not it. Is he in over his head a little bit? <laughs> He is, and we've all been there. We've all been like, yeah, we could do this. And Well, he's like, yeah, Nations League. Yeah, Gold Cup. Hey, yeah. World Cup qualifying, baby. This is a different breed. 
Yeah, man, it, it is. It really is. And when you're dealing with an abundance of players, like even being a head coach of like a Columbus team, like he was, you know, and had some success, those players are your players. They're under contracts. They're things like that. When you're now into where you have a pool of players and a pool of talent to evaluate and pull from and try to make the best thing, and every time you seem to have failure in doing so, I mean, that starts like you got to start to see that trend. And sooner or later, it's going to be it's going to be time for a change. I mean, Greg Berhalter got sacked from Hamarby the club because offensively they were terrible and look i mean again offensively we're terrible until you get a bunch of guys that are just pissed off and they find a way to put four in the net late in a game because they they knew their backs were against the wall those guys don't want to go on social media and see that shit you know like if you look look how that changes because if you go on dallas's social media it says in now that right now dallas's twitter name is uh Dallas FC and then in parentheses it says Pepe scored. They like they've literally like they're so embracing the Pepe thing and they're gonna market the shit out yeah. of this. Now I mean too. he's one of their own. He's like a Dal- FC Dallas homegrown kid. So yeah which is awesome. It's him and Miles, right? Miles is yeah. I'm I don't I don't care where they came from. I I I give praise on this show to uh union kid more than I give to any single player. So yeah. It's awesome. Let's let's uh Some let's training. just let let's just get this right, man. Let's just get this right. We got this. Yeah. Um but yeah, you know we've uh we had a good international break, I gotta say, you know, minus entertaining. Coaster, yeah, never a dull moment. <laughs> uh besides the roller coaster ride this team has taken us on. Um, I think we're all pretty happy, you know, to be where we're at. So we'll see again when October rolls around, how everything shakes out, but we do have some domestic, we have domestic leagues. We're back. We're starting up again Saturday. Um, the premier league full going on. I, you know, I always miss it. You know, I love international break. We do. But there's just something about, you know, rooting for your team, sitting down, nice Saturday morning. I guess. Watching the <laughs> yeah. I guess. I guess it depends on what club you root for. Um, I mean, honestly, right now, I just enjoy watching any two teams more than I watch my team. Really. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have a serious, serious – talk about big games for uh, – and you know what the best thing is? Arsenal for uh, Saturday against Norwich. Oh, God. My son's first game of his fall season is exactly at 10 a.m. on Saturday. So I will be properly distracted for 70 minutes probably of the 90. And then once his game's over, I'll be able to lift my phone and decide how. Tuesday's gonna go because I I mean I don't even know anymore. If they can't get through this one at home against Norwich and get three, this is you can't get one. You gotta get three and you gotta pick up a couple goals and goal differential. Like you have to. Or I'm, I'm I just I think I'll just take it down. I'm not even gonna leave it backwards. It's just gonna come down, it's gonna go in a closet, and I'm gonna roll like neutral and just analyze the rest of the season. <laughs> 
I was say if uh, a loss to Norwich would uh, really make you reconsider some things. <laughs> and just hey, anybody who's just joining us too, a um, little quick background. I told somebody on Twitter is Adam and I met each other a couple years ago, and like this isn't for show. Adam is literally a union. Dortmund and Chelsea fan, and I am literally a Red Bull, Arsenal, and Byron fan. So, like, basically yeah. natural rivals of each other, all three teams. Um, but yet we sit here week in and week out and give you guys a show. <laughs> and, and we actually agree on a lot of things other than who to root for. So That's true. There's and, a lot and, we do agree on. And then, yeah, and then there's definitely games. things we disagree on. So, it, it, but... A lot. I, I don't think everybody always that recently joins us totally understands that dynamic. So, oh yes, Lord Walker's here. Three cheers for Pepe. Yeah. Oh, three. Yes, three cheers for Pepe. Two cheers for Aaron's, and one cheers for Pepe. Yes, sir. <laughs> He's really pushing that. That's okay. I told you. If Jesse's not coming, somebody. I'll, I'll go pick up Pep at Newark Airport myself. <laughs> Drive him to Red Bull Arena. Oh God! First, first training. <laughs> um, back to the pram though. Are we going to see Ronaldo this week? I think he's cleared because he left Portugal early in qualifying. Uh, I mean, when did he have his? Uh, when did he have his first training? Like. Yesterday or two days ago, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't like. It, is this is this the week, or is it going to take another week? I'm not really sure. I don't know if anybody's you know that's a, a United fan has seen anything. I know there's. They keep talking about all the, just the pursuit of him and that stuff in general, but. I don't think he would start if he was available for, for selection, but I'm sure. Um, yeah, I probably wouldn't. The game it. being at home, I'm I'm assuming it would be a good time for him to debut. Oh yeah, in front of the old Trafford faithful. Off the bench is actually all is so much better sometimes too. Oh that the, oh the, boy yeah that cheer is that's gonna be a loud one, dude. They're gonna have to stop the game. Yeah, they're like it, if they don't shame on United fans, like if that ovation is not so strong. When he does finally step back on the pitch for them, that they have to stop the game, then they've failed as a organization and a fan base. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, Lord Walker says he doesn't think he's playing. But I, it doesn't even have to be this week. I'm just saying when that moment does come, that needs to be one of those all-time moments. They stop the crowd just. Yeah. Hello, person. I was gonna say he might not want that, but let's be serious. Come on, he'll, he'll want every he'll every love outside. That. Yeah. He'll love that. All eyes on him. Is Arse a good nickname for Arsenal right now? <laughs> you know, my fantasy team is up your arse, so that's. <laughs> you know. Speaking of, I dropped to what six in the table after last week with the week off. By the way, anybody that's a fan of the show that's in our fantasy league, um, 
get your waivers in because they didn't do them over the break. So they will go off tomorrow. I don't want to hear any crying if the bottom guys don't get Ronaldo. I know Sullivan's got a bid in and hoping that uh, somebody doesn't. Julio doesn't, but I think Julio is going to take it. I think so too. He's back. I think he's he's been checking more. He recently. did. He messaged me. He's been a little more active trying to be this year. He missed the draft because of school. Um, and this as guy, he sta- and as, missing the draft, you know. But and, as he stated, and I don't blame him. If there was actually money on the line, he would have probably took the the night off of school. But since it was a you know it's a free league and we do it for fun, he set a few guys in queue and, and did the right thing with the class. So. Well, I appreciate his. <laughs> I probably would have did it on my phone in class, but that's just me. Uh, Lord has a question for you. What's your target? You know, where the position for Arsenal? Where do you think realistically can they end up? To where he doesn't get sacked? To the exact same scenario it's going to take for me to turn that jersey back around or not hang it up into my closet. And that was top back into the top 10. I don't care if it's for an hour, if they break back into the top 10 at any point of the season where they win any type of hardware. I don't care if it's a freaking Carabao Cup. I don't care what it is. But if they win some type of hardware and they start to show some signs of life, then that's – but if they can't find a way to just get this thing going and and get points and get in – at some point he's going to have to go. Right. It's just like Burhalter. I can't, you know, you can only defend these guys so long. It's the same thing. There's no offensive creativity. There's no spark. There's no heart from the players. There's no, there's just yeah. nothing. It, it's pretty stale. Pretty stale. Yeah. Super, super stale. All my yeah. teams right now are super, super stale, stale, except Byron. Except Byron. Come on, Weston. I don't think Byron. stale. Weston, Byron. He's not going to play there. Weston, Byron. You can't get like Leon Goretzka off the field. <laughs> you see that man? He's like 6'2", like 215 two now all of a sudden. They'll find man, a spot. Jacked. They'll find a spot for him. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm um, trying. I'm trying. He's got to get mean, out of There it. are some good games, though, this week. The Leicester-Man City game is pretty good. 10 o'clock Saturday, the... Uh, the Foxes looking to uh, a little home game at the KP against a city squad. Again, it's like so early in this thing where I'm like, all right, where does it really matter? Unless you're sitting in the basement like some people. <laughs> does it matter? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you don't want to – yeah, you don't want to like – you can't gloat because you're in the top three and you can't panic if you're in the top eight. You know, if you're in one of those ranges, no, it doesn't matter because every week it's going to change just a little bit for a while as, you know, ties and wins happen. That's, that's how that table, but yeah, it matters. It matters to me. Like this, this week matters should matter way more to me than like you against Villa. Like, if Chelsea just somehow comes out and laid an egg against Villa, like, you wouldn't be panicking to where if Arsenal doesn't come out and handle any type of business this week, I'm like, I don't even know. Not good. Yeah. 
Yeah, some some teams it's it's definitely more dire right now for some teams than others to to really get going and, and find a way to get some points. I mean, no points can't have no points. It's not it's not okay to have no points. <laughs> the battle of the uh, the beatens. Yeah, and what do you got? Sunday you got Leeds Liverpool. That could be a good game. Leeds at home. Yeah, Leeds have had a uh, tough sketch to start. They sure have. They're sitting down in the uh, lower half, but but even them has shown a couple signs of life at least. I wouldn't be like overly scared if I was a Leeds fan. Yeah, I mean they're also looking for their first win. Yeah, Everton Burnley on Monday night. A little Monday night football or three p.m. Eastern time for us. A little afternoon for Lord Walker. I like. I don't like the one game on Sunday only. I get it because the NFL's, you know, we got the American football kicking off, but still. Yeah. I say top 10 wow for if the rope does this guy get in the top 10 for Arsenal. Patrick Vieira is not a good coach. Oh, we don't, yeah, we don't, we're, we're at the end of the show. We don't have time to start that whole thing up, but. Patrick Vieira wasn't going to be the answer. Um, really? Arteta, may, Arteta may not be the answer. Probably is not the answer. Really? Um, I mean, I don't What know. is the problem? Because Unai Emery was apparently not the problem, and he went on to uh, win a Europa League. So. Edu? I, I don't know. I don't know because I, I – don't know. Like, even some of the players, like, some of these guys I look at and I rate them pretty decently. It's just being able to, again, bring them all together and get the best out of each guy and put them in the right positions. How I've, te- I've seen too many guys out of the right positions. And just, I, a- apparently he's going to try something now new with Odegaard and he's going to move him somewhere because you didn't really need Odegaard because you promoted Smith Rowe to your 10 and he was playing well and you had a guy in house as much as I like Odegaard. It's like you're, you, they have a position and instead of adding a position in need, they add another guy in that position and they create a competition and then some guy has to play out of position and it's just, I, yeah. It's a mess right now. It's just a mess. I don't know. I mean, I Aubameyang, he does this. <laughs> Aubameyang, when he is, you know, kind of sick of the club that he's at, he just yeah, – I'm kind of sick of him, man. And he seems to be at that rope where he's just like – I really thought they would have – if I, it's, again, smart business people probably would have sold him this – Last window and found a way to just get some money back and I wish they would just roll with this young squad and I I would give his leash longer if he would just roll with these young guys and I mean there's so many just issues like just so many issues. Jaka's an issue. Jaka looked like one of the best players in the world during Euros playing for Switzerland with the blonde hair. I swear it's a different guy. Like I, it has to be a freaking clone. Because as soon as he puts the Arsenal kit back on and lets the, the blonde grow out, he, it's like he forgets how to play soccer. I, I, it's funny how that happens. Like He's like a Gareth Bale. The two where some guys just step up you know, for their club and just cannot find footing on the national team. And yeah. then vice versa where there's guys that are like insanely good for their national team, but their club, they can't even break into their own starting eleven. 
I just I don't see your leads love, Lord. I know we don't yeah. agree a lot, and that's one thing I just can't get behind. He's just got to protect his take at this point, like we all do. It's that's okay. I, I understand. Yeah, you throw it out a top six for leads. You gotta you gotta keep it rolling. Emery had a better last twenty six games than Arteta's first twenty six, but he's still there. The problem with Arteta was is he won. Whether you value the two trophies or not, he won two trophies. So, therefore, everybody was like, he's winning trophies. And we finally won a game at uh, Anfield. And we finally won a game at Old Trafford for the first time in 15 years. And whatever. That's, I mean, those are all those little notches he has under the belt, which is great. And I'm all for that. But, like, now you got to win. Like, you got to win now. Can't be sitting last in the table with no points and negative nine huge yeah, negative nine goal differentials. That all like it's just keep now you got to win. You got to win games. You got to win. You got to win this week. That's it. Done. I'm not talking about Arsenal anymore. Done. I mean, I'm pretty excited though. Should be a good week. First yeah. on top, they got to uh, travel to uh, Selhurst Park. A little battle with Palace. We could have a Spurs uh, 12, 4 from 4. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy? I mean, it already is crazy that they're in the top and we're in the bottom, but it is what it is. I'm just glad I'm just glad it's all back. It's Everything's back. MLS oh, yeah, is I'm still excited. rolling. Again, Bundesliga is back. And I... You know, West Ham looks to be uh, trying to continue their hot start. They are on the road at the St. Mary's at Southampton. My boy Ralphie's. uh, How long is this guy going to be there? (laughs) What's his leash for Mr. Hassenhutel? Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. They're another one. They need to figure it out, but it's going to be hard. They. They lost all the leaders for the most part. Are they really trying to get him fired though? Because just leaving, let Danny Ings just leave, and now no, I mean, on it's... Jay Adams and the... Stu Armstrong and Adam Armstrong. The problem is with the now with COVID too, and and these clubs did this before these small clubs. It's like the the one the opportunities they have to put money back in their pockets, they're going to take it, and then now it's your job to figure out how to still win with what we're going to give you and allow you to buy. And yeah. if you don't, then we'll get rid of you and start over. And that's, it's like, <laughs> yeah. And hope that we don't go down and we don't lose our whole franchise. I mean, your shield is an exhibition trophy and it's just, Listen, I don't, I don't disagree. I would love to watch Arsenal play in a Champions League game, but <laughs> I mean, that's not happening. Yeah, I'm. I see. That's the difference. Like, I'm not. When my team is issue, I'm willing to admit my team has issues, and I won't sit here sometimes and be a little delusional. I don't. I don't want to. Uh, but like, it is what it is. I, I, I'm. What do you want out of this team? I don't. I don't. I don't know. So until I see somebody step up and they win a game, I there's a zero confidence. 
Stop talking about Arsenal. Stop. I'm done talking about Arsenal. Don't Arsenal want to talk about there. Arsenal. I know. Worry about worry about beating your Leeds team that you're so high on. Yeah, Liverpool look good. Good stuff. Yeah, I without like your it. without your Brazilians because you're not Brazilians aren't allowed to play this for the next month. That's issues. Yeah. <laughs> the only yeah. thing I can say, I'm excited for hopefully maybe a Saul debut at the bridge. You may have a Saul debut at the bridge. That would be. I put in a claim cool. for him, so no one pick him up. Uh, my, I have a claim in for, I think him. No, Danny James. Uh, yeah, I, I'm actually, I'm actually valuing Danny James going to Leeds pretty high. I think he's going to get a lot of time there, so I might. I like it. Might I might, might allow you? I might allow you to backdoor your boy and and favor the lead uh, the the James claim over. Um. So in let's see, I'm just trying to read this here and catch up before we head out of here because there was something that broke while we were just before we went on air about MLS and Thanksgiving. Apparently, we're going to have MLS playoffs on Thanksgiving. Giving, so it says uh, we'll begin as a single. The respective winners of the Eastern Western Conference. Uh, damn, we're trying to get this. When would be the date? Will begin its playoff season on November twentieth, featuring its first Thanksgiving Day broadcast and seven teams per conference in twelve single elimination playoff matches played across two weeks. The postseason, we'll see. So it doesn't say which game or which like seeds will get that game or anything yet, but there will be MLS playoff games so. on Thanksgiving. That would be exciting. That would be exciting if one of our teams was in it. Uh, I don't even know. I don't even. That's one of those like you talking about Arsenal. You don't even want to talk. I don't even want to talk the run of form that the Philadelphia Union are in because it's not good. Yeah, I mean, I give you guys a little bit of a with a Club uh, America date on next Wednesday looming for a. CONCACAF Champions League final position spot on the line. Uh, not good. You're still in fifth, though. Yeah. Okay, we're, it's not good enough. We're in 12th. We're, we're, we're one spot over no. shit and Addy by five points. The shoe fits. Yeah, I know. It does right now. It's, it's, it's <laughs> Hasn't been the same since Jesse left. It's amazing what a good coach does. I feel like the whole organizational structure just has changed to let's just sell everybody off and try and try to build through our academy system. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever that tall guy that stinks up top, Tom Barlow. uh, He's been long gone. He's, he's barely, I don't know. I I barely, I know. I hardly ever watch him. Like they're literally just a feeder club now. That's it. And kind of sucks, but. It's all right. I'm I'm gonna follow Caden Clark's career. That's all I you know. That's that's all I could do is hope that the couple guys that come through get thrown up into Europe, and now I can kind of watch them 
It's a beautiful thing when that happens. Yeah, especially if they're Americans. True. Robo. Naviketa. Is it tough to win away? Asking for asking for a friend. I think it'll be a really hard game. No Ah, it's a tough game to win away. Yeah. I thought you were like I thought I thought you were number one. I thought you were number one team in the world. One of the top five world powers. Shouldn't be worried about a, a Leeds team even on the road. Is it tough to win at home up a man for 45 minutes? Yeah. Oh, shots fired because we still never really got to fight about Prem. The way the breaks all came in and the way all this qualifying came in hot and heavy, like we lost some Prem talk and we lost a little bit of beef. But it's okay because early in the year. Oh, we'll be back. Right. Like like Adam said, it's so early in the table and so early in the year. Like most of it doesn't matter. So it, it matters, but it doesn't matter, matter. Like. Give us, give us till later when, when that game has some some significant meaning. We're just getting started with the prem. No worries. Yeah. Yes. So, do you have anything else? Um, I think just red card, yellow card to finish up because I probably got to get out of here. But yeah. Um, um I would say my combined basically just a red card um these yos these yo-yos that are trying to have the world cup every two years i think that's the dumbest thing ever um and whoever that is is getting my straight red and it's it's crazy just money and just yeah it's I wouldn't be surprised somehow if it got like moved to that because of just corruption and FIFA and the way that can happen. And I don't know, that just ruins it. And I don't think the players would be cool with that either. They're already running ragged. I mean, you figure that all these kids are playing full, especially if you're getting called up to your national team, you know, you're, the pandemic just made everything, the schedule just crazy with Euros this past summer. And then now you're rolling right into World Cup qualifying. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot of games. Yeah. So to have it every two years, I thought the best in the pageantry was having every four that makes it that much like tougher and making that award that much greater that it's just every four years. So yeah, to do every two is just stupid red card. I agree a hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, I don't, I don't have too much. I, I don't even want to go back to, the U.S. team, uh, we, we've put enough people on notice and talked about all that. Everybody should know where we stand there. Um, yeah, I just – I want to – my team is is on notice. I mean, that's all I'll do. I'll, I'll do a, a single yellow this week. This is, this is it. And Tuesday will determine whether they're, you know, still staying on that yellow because they're not going to get off the yellow – from one win at home against Norwich, but they will go right to a red with anything less but that win. I don't, I not even, I ties not even acceptable this week. They got to get the win. So Arsenal, you are my yellow card. Please do something. Like I, I, I want to be like in the conversation. Like I can't even, I can't even talk to these guys because they all have things 
that they can gloat over and talk about. And I'm sitting there in the corner, like hoping no one spits on me. So please get your shit together. I know. <laughs> now you come in just absolutely oh. fuming. Yeah. Just for content purposes, but yeah. And just, uh, <laughs> just to, just, just to rub it in. Yes. Yeah, it is. I, I get it. I get it. But yeah, um, great show again today. This U.S. men's national team talk. Again, we can talk about it forever. Um, again, we'll see this. Uh, we'll revisit uh, what kind of roster they will bring back in the October window. Um, we got Prem this weekend, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, back in full force. All the domestic leagues are returning. I'm looking forward to that. Again, thanks to you. Thanks to you. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, Lord, Dan, of course, you guys. Um, we got Fly High 808. Thank you for tuning in. Sullivan, Andrew, coming to our defense. Yes. Um, we need the big bad Dan sometimes to get put in his place. Eric, uh, Evan, of course, um, live from the shower. Uh, Chucks, Pete, we got Jakey. Tommy, Wills, um, Greggy, Daily, Rob. Uh, thank you, all of you, for tuning in. Um, we'll Everybody see you guys else. Tuesday, same time, 2 o'clock to 3 o'clock Eastern. And good luck to all your teams this weekend, and uh, stay safe out there. Yeah, you too, brother. I will talk to you soon, man. Love you guys. We'll see you. Love you guys.